edition of Young Gun. I am Demetri Ravanis. My guest this week is Sean Salisbury, former NFL quarterback, and you know him uh, from talking about quarterback stuff like literally everywhere now as a private quarterback coach. We're going to get into all of that coming up in just a moment. First, though, uh, I do have to tell you about our sponsor, Graffiti in downtown Cary, 158 East Cedar Street. Yes, you know it as the high-end cocktail bar. You know it is the place where they do axe throwing, but it is also a great place to watch football every Sunday. 19 TVs, different beer specials every week. They have specials on bourbon pours as well and weekly prizes. So get what you think about graffiti out of your mind to get down there for Sunday football action 158 east cedar street in downtown Cary. a big thank you to graffiti for making this show possible sean how are you buddy i'm doing great man it's great to be on with you thank you for i you know i love your work and your deep dive and everything you do and stand for so it's great to, to be on and talking about a position that we could see how important it is in in all levels from high school college and the nfl and it's always great to be on and visit with you brother anytime well, you know, I, I really value the way you look at and understand the quarterback position, not only from your time playing, but also working uh, with young men as they make the transition from high school to college, college to the NFL draft, et cetera. You know, this show, we talk a lot about Bryce Young, and he's all obviously coming off of a week where he didn't play. I, I kind of want to tap into your coach brain a, a little bit here because I, I want to know what your message would be if you are Josh McCown, the quarterback coach, if you're Frank Reich, the head coach of, okay, you know, there is a lot of expected of you here. Obviously, last week was a setback, but last week was last week. What is the message you are giving someone like Bryce Young trying to reestablish that you're still the man in our eyes? Yeah, first off, Dimitri, let, let, let's look at the big picture of this. We are absolutely ridiculous in our expectations, not just you and I, I'm talking about all of us. Yeah in our expectations for what we think these guys are supposed to be. Why? Because you'll get a guy like Patrick Mahomes, who even though it was one game as rookie, or really his second year, then when you come on, you're throwing for 5,000 yards. We expect everybody to be throwing balls behind their back, making every play, and, oh, by the way, having an Andy Reid or a Kafka when he was a kid, that he'll be able to be right. calling plays with speed and the best tight end. I mean, we, we got to slow our roll in these damn comparisons. We are – unrealistic. I think at times we get rid of coaches too quick. We expect superstardom from players. And that bar, the reason why is because some of these freak shows like the Burroughs of the world or Mahomes set it in a different level or Marino. See what people don't realize Danny was doing that back in 1983 and 84 in, in the, in his group. But I guys, I assure you, most of the guys who come in live in the middle of that, you know, we got the top in and the bottom in, in the middle of our expectations. And then all of a sudden, C.J. Stroud comes out and is playing out of his mind the first three games. You know what you guys are saying? Well, why can't it be C.J. Stroud? And now everybody right. here is saying, well, it's a good thing they picked second and lost that game to the Colts on the last <laughs> day of the season because we would have taken Bryce Young. Let's slow down. Bryce Young is going to be a really good football player. I do know this, though, at the NFL more than anywhere else when it comes to that position, that the guys around you can also dictate and de de determine how quickly you make that jump as well as how you determine it as well. There's lonely work, all those things that are obvious that go into it. For Bryce Young, my number one thing would say, stay out of other people's opinion of you. It's, it's none of your business. You know, and I'm not saying he's concerned about it, but if I was giving it to a five-star quarterback in high school or a college guy or an NFL, what their opinion of it is, it's really none of your business. You've played, in essence, two football games. Mm -hmm. He didn't miss, he hasn't played the third. 
And, you know, the John Harbaugh philosophy is get 1% better every day. And if you get 1% better every day, you never go broke taking a profit. So for me, it's, and listen, it's going to be difficult. My thing with the quarterbacks, the tangible stuff of mechanics, Frank and Josh know exactly what that entails. We're not telling them anything they don't know. They've been there. Neither one of them were the first pick of a draft, but both have been big games, mentored quarterbacks, seen every defense imaginable, understand the expectations when Frank was with Jim Kelly, when Josh was with first-round picks wherever he's been. They've seen it, so they can rely on experience. For, for Bryce Young, it's, it's hard to do is you're going to have to get over not only the failures or the expectations of others urgently, but you knew those going in. Yeah. Same thing happened. You were a, a top recruited Alabama. You, there was a bunch of, I mean, you think about he and all the guys that were in the room at one time there that have gone on and played good football and there are still, you know, good players that you had to deal with the fact that there was pressure at Alabama to be a five-star quarterback when you came out and then to go and be the best quarterback in the nation two straight years. So I, I think that he can fall on that too because Alabama is about as close to an NFL program as you're going to get. But for me, the, the, the expectations and all that is to the, the controlling, and it's, it seems so simple, but it's the hardest thing to do, is to get over your failures or your perceived failures and your successes equally as quick. Mm-hmm. Last week wasn't a failure, just wasn't on the field. And yet what people are going to say, see, he's already hurt. Because remember why people were saying don't draft right. Bryce Young first because he's slight a body. But he had no history of missing 13 games in his career. Hell, I'm 6'5", 230, and I shredded my knee twice in college and missed full two full seasons. And that had nothing to do with 6'5", 230. That had to be unlucky and in the wrong place at the wrong time. So uh, the number one is, and this sounds so insensitive to fans, their opinion of you and my opinion and your opinion of him does not matter. Yeah. But the hardest thing to do, Dimitri, is to you get caught up in it because you think the expectations. My expectations of him are win the starting job, go do your thing, make the team better. And I think your number one priority is to maximize the room. Mm-hmm. It's a, he's going to miss throws and make those. He's got some quarterback savant in him, but they're not very good. They've got a lot of work to do, and we expect him to come in and be Houdini and Copperfield at the same damn time. Let's allow the guy to grow into the position instead of forcing him out of it before he he get, he. Had, listen, Zach Wilson's got a long way to go, but we've seen this now for three years. He yanking balls in the ground. Zach's time to either sit down and put up, or it's time to move on. It, it, they got a Super Bowl team. Mm-hmm. We've got to allow Bryce Young to grow into this thing. And the truth is, uh, while I wouldn't take myself too serious, the preparation will see you through. Me- mechanics and preparation and lonely work will find your way through. Get over it as quick as you get over the, 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 the failures, as quick as you get over the successes. I'm not worried about Bryce Young. And C.J. Stroud hasn't made it any better because he's played good football to start. Yeah, so I, I want to circle back on Stroud, but you said something that I, I do want to ask you about, having worked with quarterbacks. Is it harder for guys? Because the thing we heard about Bryce coming out more than anything was elite-level processing, right? You yeah. haven't seen a football brain like this come out in a long time. Is it harder for guys that are that good at the mental side of the game to get used to the lumps of a new level of football? I would think so, yeah. I mean, I, I guys who I've been around that, that football just came easy, the, the mental yeah. side of it you're talking about. Yeah, I think it is because as you're going through it, you're saying, well, I know everything that's going on. Why isn't the physical side or the results matching what I know in my preparation? And football savant's been mentioned, processing of information. And in truth, if you do these three things, great. You'll survive it and at least give your team a chance. One is processing information, keep me in the right play. Two is throw the ball on time, anticipation, being able to throw to grass and windows that 
there's no body there. You've got to throw, you've got to throw people open. And three is to do it accurately. If you mm-hmm. start with those three things, and it's the old chicken or the egg thing. What comes first? Success gets respect from your teammates, or you earn respect through the hard work to get to success. And it, it depending on who you're on. I think the guys know what they're getting in Bryce Young. And I'm not worried about the physical match and the 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 uh, mental part of it or emotional part of it. But I can tell you this, my man, it is the the everyday grind of football. Of because if you want to be good, then you study part of the time. If you want to be average, you, you don't study much, but you just let your physical skills and somebody catch up. If you want to be the elite of the elite, the job doesn't end when you walk out the door. Matter of fact, it's usually just beginning when practice is over. You're going home when some guys are out having a beer and you got to still live life. You're studying. It's 9 o'clock. It's 10 o'clock. Looking for that one or two reasons why you either miss it. And all the great players I know aren't studying the things they do great. You know what they're doing? They're grinding and they don't get It's the stuff they didn't do well. And it makes no sense to hit a driver 330 yards all the time, all the time, and you're great at it, and then go to the driving range when you can't putt for squat, you can't hit a, a sandwich <laughs> to go and hit driver, right? Yeah. So, and I, and I don't think we're telling Bryce anything he doesn't know we're fans, but for the fans, I'd urge a little patience. You've got to understand if Bryce was a New York Jet and on a team where he just had to manage it, or on a Kansas City Chiefs and he couldn't throw up. Then we can start to say, what's missing here? But we are two friggin' games in and one where he's missed on the third one. So the patience of moving in, you'll get a better barometer of his game if he plays 14 or 15 games this year. In December, you'll start to see hints and say, okay, he knows where to throw it. Mm-hmm. He throws it on time. The rest will start to come when they get weapons around him. I'm still not one ounce concerned about his game. Yeah, it's it's something that Lauren and I have talked about a lot on the big show is – you know, this idea that this is the worst collection of receivers he has ever worked with before, you know, maybe that's true, but also like last year, Alabama was asking him to work miracles with the number of drop balls he had to deal with. Like this is a dude that has certainly known how to overcome uh, deficiencies at other positions. It is just the window to make those kind of decisions you have to make is so much smaller than he has ever dealt with before. Yeah. That's a great point. Twofold. One is, you can actually drop balls and win at Alabama. Right, right. <laughs> you, you can. You can get because you got a big beast behind you. Their defense is getting yeah, you to the I short mean, field. Listen, I, I talk about this all the time. Like you're you're in Houston, like you saw last year's Texas game. Go back to 21, the Auburn game. Like Alabama played like garbage in those games, and Bryce just said, I can do this myself, and he did. He that, can't exactly. Do that now. That's exactly right. You you have enough players and a, and, a, and a coach who's seen this a million times that you can throw two picks and have three drops and still find a way to win. Right. In the NFL, that margin, you, you usually can't, right? You look at Texas, heavy favorite, Jacksonville, almost a double-digit favorite. You block a kick. You return one for a touchdown. Your quarterback doesn't turn it over. You go into their building and kick their ass. That's, that's what happened with the Texans in Jacksonville. So mm-hmm. you, you're exactly right, first and foremost, on – on the, the the people around you, it's it's you when you're on a last place team or a team that's perceived as a, is going to be in last place or around that spot going in because of their weapons. We've got to allow it to develop that you that you expect that they're going to lose those games because the margin of error is. Through. Listen, the difference between the Kansas City Chiefs or the Miami Dolphins and Jack and and Carolina is a quarterback play. I'm not saying, but quarterback performance like two or three really good players and about eight to 10 plays a game. Yeah. That's the difference in one year, Jacksonville, you're getting the first pick of the draft two years in a row. And then you win the division the next year. And that's Doug Peterson came in. 
You got Trevor Lawrence. You went out and got Christian Kirk. You ran the football, and you got some stops. And here you are. Now you're 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 the favorite, and that mm-hmm. can happen, especially in the South right now, where there really isn't one dominant team. It can change in a hurry. And the other part you mentioned, I tell people this all the time on that anticipation and accuracy. When I'm throwing in high school, I can take three hitches with my arm and still fit it in. Right. The windows you can drive a truck through. When you get to college, you see the windows can still be pretty big if you got Marvin Harrison Jr. and Jackson Smith the Jigba at Ohio State running <laughs> routes for you, or right. Devontae Smith, you know, that group, and John Mechie. And then all of a sudden, but those windows. And then when we get to the NFL, and I'm, I'm not, this isn't hyperbolic, the coffee can size windows you are throwing yeah. to. And usually when you're throwing to that coffee can, the can's not open when the ball leaves your hand. That's, I don't know you gotta, if you saw the can the comes open after the ball's out of your hand. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the breakdown that Dan Orlovsky did of Bryce's touchdown pass to Thielen right. in the preseason where he right. was you know, basically showing Bryce is anticipating this is where the guy's going to be because it's where he's supposed to be. There is no you've got a, you know, you've got, you see an opening, you see a lane. It's you have to trust your guy is going to have an inch when he's where he's supposed to be. All that work. And and Dan knows this and you've been watching it. It's fascinating. All that work you put in, you're saying 12 yard curls, 12 yard curls, 12 yard curl. I'm not dropping back as a quarterback looking at receiver. Mm-hmm. That's when we hear, when I ask a quarterback, I said, what were you looking at? Well, I saw my receiver. What do you mean you saw your receiver? You're running a dig route. It's a 16 yard dig route. And we're going to edge our way back to 15. You know where he's going to be. Yeah, I want you to tell me what you saw with the underneath coverage or, or what the conflict of the defense. And, and even though you're a football savant like Bryce Young, that defensive end that you could outrun in high school and the rest of it is faster than your running mm-hmm. back, right? They close gaps and windows so quickly. But even as a football savant, the windows close so quick. you got to anticipate even a split second quicker than you thought you had to. And that's to be the ability to speed your body and urgently speed your feet and legs up to make decisions, but to slow your mind down. And those windows to trust that a curl's a curl. I want my quarterback to say, well, I, I, I saw the underneath coverage and his shoulders were turned to leverage, so I threw the curl in off him to my window. Now I got now at least when you tell me that, I know where your head is. If you come and tell me, well, I was watching my receiver, well, what'd the safety do? I, I don't know what the safety did. Well, did you look? I, I call it brushing your teeth. When you break that huddle and you get to the line of scrimmage as a rookie quarterback in a league, disguise is huge, bigger in college than it was in high school and much yep. bigger in the NFL. So I got to know where those safeties are, the rotation and where they're lined up. And if I don't look at them, it's like leaving your house in the morning to go and, and meet your best date in the world for lunch and you didn't brush your teeth. I got to know where they are or I don't know that I'm, or I'm playing blind. And it's the same thing here. No matter how much you know about football, there's that feeling of I'm a rookie. I don't want to be late. So what do you do to me? Man, I'm going to watch that receiver. Qu- I'm going to get my head there quicker and in tune when it's zone. Guess what they do? They're running to it, and those guys have such great catch-up speed yep. that they'll get there. So the anticipation That's of That's what you saw with Bates in week one. That, that's exactly right. That is exactly right. And to stare it down, and boom, you're looking, looking. And CJ did it in the preseason. He learned from it. Mm-hmm. He stared down, took three hitches. He was throwing a curl route, throwing. And they just dug the, the underneath coverage just drove on it and said, oh, you're going to stare me there. I'm going to run there. Yeah. The next level is staring you there and throwing it off your ass or off the back ear. So, yeah, it is the windows – if you can throw to a coffee can size window and trust, it's like aim small, miss small mentality of a sniper. Right. And you have to trust the wind and how you're throwing it. But the, your decision and all the lonely work you've done to that point, you got to trust the guy's going to be there. I can't catch it for him, but I can throw it to the spot they can. Yeah. Uh, before I let you go this week, the Panthers welcome uh, one of your old teams, the Minnesota Vikings, to town. 
after the loss to New Orleans, I kind of looked at the schedule and thought, man, I don't see a win on this schedule for a long time. But now I I, I kind of think the Vikings might be gettable if if Bryce is healthy. They are they are gettable. And you know, you look around the league, who the hell thought the Cowboys were gettable by the Cardinals, right? <laughs> right. They, they right. And that's are, the other part of it too, right? Yeah, like yeah, anybody's they, gettable any week. My brother, I go on in Minnesota every week with my guy Dan Barrero, and we talk about it. And I, you want to talk about a baffling team because I can yeah. tell you they they can score from the team bus. They, I mean, they're I mean, it's clockwork. When the game ends, you're usually going to see Cousins is going to put up monster numbers. Jefferson's going to have big plays. They're going to score, and then all of a sudden, some way they find ways to let somebody drive and kick a field goal. They don't make a tackle, a dumb penalty, whatever it is. Yes, they're gettable. Now you catch them on a day when they get tired of getting their rear end handed to them. They'll hang forty on you and play great football because Cousins is capable. Of that here's what I would do going in: uh, you try to shorten the game so Cousins, because he's going to put up regular season numbers, are going to be forty six hundred yards. We know what we're getting. And then it's eight and nine or nine and eight, right? At the end of the right. season and battling for the playoffs. But I would expect if I'm Carolina, they're going to come in and play offense and they got weapons and uh, you may not be able to stop their best, but you got to contain them a little bit. But you can move the football defensively on them. You can move the football and you can keep it close. They will make mistakes or take a sack along the way that gives you a chance. You turn it over and give them short field and let them have 75 plays. You, they will beat you. But the Vikings love to play in close games. Some of them they win, some of them they don't. This is a definitely, if, if Bryce is out there and elevates his play and the offense does, they can stay in this, but you can't let Cousins set his feet the entire time or they will destroy you throwing the ball. But they're not, they're not opposed to giving up some points and some big plays. All right, before uh, we run, Sean, I do want to let you tell people about Pro Sports Fans, a very cool new platform you're working on. Yeah, it is, man. I'm a bust. I'm going to ride your ass to be my college football Alabama guy. <laughs> We're building some. As the president of PSF, it's a great challenge. You know, it's one thing being in our in our uh, whatever platform or medium we're in, Dimitri, but I find uh, PSF contacted me. I'm the president of this app, and it's great watching a country – be a country. Yeah, I know I'm not building a country. I'm building a company, help building. I wish I was building a country, a company from the ground up and watching people succeed. Yeah. The technology side and our team and our phenomenal content creators. But it's a fan engagement app. And it's, you know, every day is game day for us at PSF. Like a Manning cast, our media cast, we've got every football game covered. As we roll on, every college game will be covered. The, the playoffs in baseball, where we have our media casters doing shows like they would, but it's live it's not linear you pop into the chat rooms and communities and go in there and you're welcome it's you got a seat at the table basically is what i call it for for the fans to pop in and be part of this we always talk about the fans we never give them the seat they deserve and we got a lot of bright fans now with psf it's fan engagement communities for every team all over the country and we will have all sports covered wall to wall and as the president a lot of grind my man you know about building businesses But it's worth it because you see the success, and I like to see people win. And I think our metrics are telling us we're on to something special and a game changer in this business. So I look forward to it. Sean Salisbury, you can find him on Twitter at Sean Unfiltered. My guy, always good talking to you. I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Love you, brother. Keep up the great work. We'll do it again. Thank you.